1: you're listening to American Medicine Today, presented by the Banati Spine Institute, featuring internationally acclaimed inventor of the Banati Spine Procedures, Alfred Bonatti, MD. Once again, your host, Kimberly Bermel Benatti and co-host Ethan Euchre and Jeff Wagstaff.
0: Well, thank you for continuing to listen, and the gang is still here. President Trump has triumphantly stared down the coronavirus and seems to be fine, but still uh, coming under fire by the media for his attitude towards the pandemic and has recently said that he won't participate in a virtual town hall debate with former Vice President Joe Biden, as it's a waste of time. Joining us to discuss is Hogan Gidley, National Press Secretary for the Trump-Pence 2020 campaign. Thank you for being with us, Hogan.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate the time.
0: Of course, Hogan. Now, uh, let's, of course, just start off right off the bat. How is the president doing? He seems to be in fairly good spirits.
1: He does. Um, he, he's currently on, on another radio network doing uh, the Rush Limbaugh show and uh, sounds good. Um, you know, He's doing really well. And Look, I think that the doctors have been, um, you know, really happy with his uh, recovery. And, and thankfully, the the folks over at Walter Reed are just so incredible. I, I had a good chance to meet them and hang out with them and talk to them on many international flights when I worked in the White House before I came over to the campaign. And these are just, you know, true servants uh, not just members of the military but incredible doctors um you know world class physicians and um you know it's it's really good what they've been able to do for this president and thankfully they you know have seen many, many days of no symptoms for this president. And that's good news. And so hopefully when the clean bill of health in totality comes out, uh, the doctors are kind of dictating where and when the president leaves and what he does now. And then we can resume things as soon as as they uh, sign off.
0: Mm -hmm. And then during this time, we also heard that they changed some of the rules for the upcoming debate and that they were going to do that virtual town hall. And quite honestly, I'm glad President Trump has said no.
1: (laughs) Me too. Uh, The president wants to debate. He wants to do it in person. The the American people deserve to see uh, the two men vying to be the, the leader of the free world stand side by side. Now, how that actually looks with socially distancing and the mechanisms put in place to make sure everyone in the hall is safe, uh, I can't speak to that. Uh, that's up to the health experts and, and others. But I mean, we just had a debate with the vice presidential candidates, uh, the current vice president, Mike Pence, and of course, Kamala Harris. And they, they had that debate just fine. Now, I understand it's a little bit different because the president has been diagnosed with COVID. But once we sure. get some negative testing back and showing that he, he no longer has it is no longer contagious then there's no reason for us not to move forward in a proper way and I just would like to point out one glaring issue and that is you know back during um you know the the, the middle of the summer we were pointing out that we should have more debates and we should have them more often because covid had prevented a conventional campaign schedule and mm-hmm. the the committee for presidential debates said no We don't change things. We've been doing this the same way. We're not going to change. We've been doing it since 1980. No changes. And by the way, COVID is not an excuse. And then lo and behold, after the president turns in a great debate performance against uh, Joe Biden, and then Mike Pence just destroys Kamala Harris, the Mm -hmm. next morning they release unilaterally, without talking to either campaign, that they're changing the schedule, changing the way we operate because of COVID. So it's a little rich that yeah. now they're trying to blame the very same thing we were talking about as being problematic early uh, now. So we're ready to debate anytime, anywhere. The president wants to get out there. He thinks the American people deserve to hear from him without the filter of the mainstream media. Yes. And so we're going to keep, uh, keep pushing the, the, the committee so that hopefully they can at least add that third debate in somewhere.
0: I would love it. And a fourth, <clears throat> if you could manage to do that, or at least live town halls with Trump, that is where he shines,
1: oh, absolutely. I mean he he gives a unifying patriotic uplifting message when he speaks, whether it be rallies or on other occasions, but in debates. He just doesn't let the other person control things. And for so long, mm-hmm. Republicans have been so weak and, and just taking it from the other side. The media piles on with reckless abandon. They just keep going uh, to drive the narrative they want to drive. It, it's pretty embarrassing, I think, at this point, the way the media cover for, for Democrats, no more so than in this particular situation. When you have uh, a candidate like Joe Biden who, who finally got asked about packing the Supreme Court, for example, and says, I'm not going to answer that. Now you'll just have to wait and elect me, and then i'll and then I'll talk about it. Could you imagine mm-hmm. if Donald Trump said, "I'm not going to talk about something because uh, it's going to make news, I'm going to wait until after the election right. i mean they they just go ballistic, and they have uh anytime mm-hmm. the president uh, you know even answers a question. But when Joe Biden refuses to answer questions somehow some way that's just fine with them uh and it took the Vice President of the United States in a debate to actually point out the fact that they wouldn't answer the question. The media hadn't done its job, but the Vice President of the United States picked up the slack and forced them to answer and, um, and, and, and expose themselves for being completely um, beholden to the radical fringes of their party.
0: Mm-hmm. And they, they helped perpetuate some of the lies that have absolutely been proven. False information and Wallace, Chris Wallace, he just allowed it to continue under his watch. Absolutely.
1: I mean, they say things like the president called the virus a hoax. That has been proven false in every single publication. Yes. Even the liberal ones say that's not true. Um, mm-hmm. Now they're saying they won't take a vaccine. They've turned it into anti-vaxxers as if it's the president of the United States in the East Wing with a with beakers and a Bunsen burner coming up with a, the cure himself. That's stupid. Um, and, and they yes. keep pushing this lie about Charlottesville when they say the mm-hmm. president said they were good, fine people on both sides. The next sentence, the president says, I wasn't talking about white supremacists. I'm not talking about the KKK, uh, neo-Nazis. Those people should be Mm -hmm. condemned totally. He said it in the next sentence, but that's where the media just fails. No one pushes the Democrats on that claim. They just let it sit there as fact. And and that, to me, is one of the most egregious lies of this entire campaign, is that they continue to push that, and no one calls them out. Well, I... I really think it's a waste of time to try to work with the media or to work with the actual democratic group. I really think we need, we should leave them alone. We should go ahead and go and start to do our own presentation on the country like he always does and beef up our our group and a lot of people is going to be on our side. I think we're losing time trying to comply with these rules and regulations, give them hell, that's all. Well, I appreciate that. I think you're right. I mean, the president has done that, and that's what makes them so furious, is that he goes around them and goes right to the people with speeches, with rallies, with tweets, uh, with Facebook posts, with social media posts on on Instagram and other uh, other outlets, because you can't trust the media to report anything anymore. The networks have all turned into the editorial pages of the newspaper. Folks only tune in to get their you know, opinions bolstered by uh, the members of the mainstream media. They don't ask tough questions. You've seen the last couple of like quote-unquote town halls with Joe Biden on MSNBC, on CNN, and they literally lied and said the people in the crowd were undecided voters, it took us about 30 seconds to Google the names of the folks and find out that they had voted for Hillary in the past, Barack Obama in the past, uh, had supported mm-hmm. countless Democrat candidates, and it had even said this year that they had supported and would support Joe Biden. So it's clearly a scam. No one believes them, and there's a reason that the media's – trust level is below that of Congress's, because no one believes what they're saying anymore. And I'm so glad we finally have a Republican who will push back and just say, I'm not playing that game anymore. Donald Trump's done a, an outstanding job of that his entire first four years, and he's going to do it for the next four as well.
0: Well, thank you so much, Hogan Gidley, National Press Secretary for the Trump-Pence 2020 campaign. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show. Thank,
1: thank you. Thank you all very much. I'll come back. Appreciate Perfect. It We'd up. love
0: to have you. Well, this wraps up our session on News Radio 970. Thank you, James Burlander. But if you're listening on an affiliate, we have more just for you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino,
1: with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.